You're listening to the Fire Pit Podcast, conversations between father and son. I'm Ryan. I'm the son. And I'm Wayne, the dad, the father. Yes. Today we are talking about favorite vacations. Um, A very heavy topic. Very heavy (laughs) indeed. The vacations, I think for me... It has a lot to do with. I didn't notice this until I was late, until I was later in life. But earlier in life, I didn't have a lot of things going on. So when vacation came up, you know, I had weeks to like think about it, and I was just ready. And so I think the older you get, you have to have these like built-in decompression times. At least it wasn't like one or two days just to kind of come down and unravel from all the stress or things you're thinking about, or even if it's not stress, it's just getting in vacation mode. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Cause I've, I've, um, as you're saying that I was just thinking about a family once that we're going to do the Disney world thing. And I remember that when they got back, it was like, okay, how, you guys have a good time. Uh, how'd it go? And they were breathing hard coming back because it was like they drove all the way and then it was nonstop once they got there. And, of course, their kids wanted to do this and that. And so uh, that was not one of those kind of vacations that you would plan to rejuvenate and recharge. (laughs) Um, They probably learned a lot from that and wouldn't do it again the same way because I'm thinking about it, what. That was one of the things on my mind when we planned our trip to Disney World with you and your sisters, as you mm-hmm. remember, when we went and did that. And I said, OK, we're going to do some concessions from both directions. We're going to spend a, a day at Disney World and then we're going to spend a day at on the beach. And we had already rented a place to do that. And I don't know, what was your take on that? Was that a what is that a good mixture or would you really rather have just gone nonstop at Disney world or, um, I liked splitting it up. I just recently did that. Like for my birthday, Daniela took me out to a, uh, to like a resort area and we, but first we did like two days at like a ranch. So splitting it up, allows for the decompression time Mm -hmm. um it allows for uh getting in the mood of and and also keeping things fresh and new um sometimes you'll stay at a place like for instance disneyland or disney world and you go to one theme park for two days and it's like oh my gosh i can't see everything but then maybe on the third day you see everything and you kind of come to the end where it's kind of like, eh, I kind of overstayed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it just doesn't have, it's overdone. And so I, I like it best when you're left with something um, to desire more of. So that's, I would agree with that statement. I think that was the best choice. Even though as a child you're, or a young adult, you're going to want to do everything because you don't have all that you're not thinking about all that kind of stuff and you're not like fully an adult. So it's not like I have to like decompress when I'm 12. Yeah. And years earlier when you were just, you were the only 
child at the time, and your mom and I went to Disney World for the first time. And we made the mistake of doing the nonstop thing. And I still remember <laughs> it was one evening uh, we had gone nonstop all day long. And then they had these special uh, light show going on and fireworks and everything else. And I was actually, I had gotten to the point where I had gone over the edge, you know, with just too much 3D stuff, too much sensory candy and i was just you know i was done and i realized that i had overdone it so i think at that point i realized let's not do this again <laughs> you know yeah no for sure it's like the sensory overload that's how i feel sometimes with some of the uh i used to be a huge fan of like all the superhero movies and then um some of the latest ones it's like the culmination of all the characters together. It's just like, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's just too many things. Yeah. And for some people, like if you're super into comics and everything, it all makes sense to you. But I'm coming in, I haven't seen the last 14 movies, and I'm like, I don't know. It's too much for me. And maybe that's just an age thing. Maybe I've arrived at that age. But... um I don't know. I feel I feel the same way too. Can I just make a, a, a an observation though? I think part of it is that you've got other things going on in your life, so you really don't have the time to devote to nonstop binge watching of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So you're finding yourself, and I would say wisely, you know, kind of pacing yourself. Okay, see some, you know, it's kind of space it out a little bit because you've got other things going on. You this is. You know, your life is not all entertainment-centered. Yeah. Well, and it's also, like, it's for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where, like, I never understood, like, the sportscasters after a game talking about the game that we all just saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember the shot? Yes, I remember. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I never understood. But, but for stats people, that's their jam. Mm-hmm. Sure. But... Like for one of the vacations that we took on our honeymoon is we went to Cancun and I'd never, I'd been to London um, years earlier, which was fantastic. I actually like went for 12 days, got to see the Globe Theater with, it was like, I was in a Shakespeare like acting troupe after a theater class in college. And uh, so it was very much focused on Shakespearean things which was fine. It was very historical, had lots of fun. All the beers there are really different and awesome. Mm. Um, but the, I had only been out of the country then. And so going to Cancun, I had always been to like Galveston or like beaches in Alabama. Not that there's anything wrong with those places, but something is different about Cancun or like the Caribbean. So like we had rented a car, a Jeep, and we were driving and I had to tell the wife, she's been to Cancun and Acapulco and, and Mexico City and all over the place. And so I had to tell her, like, can we just pull over? Because, like, I was looking at the ocean and it looked so surreal. It looked fake. Like, I had never seen anything like that in my entire life. <laughs> I had to pull the car over, look at it, take a picture of it. I probably looked like a crazy person being like, can you believe it? Look, it's it looks so 
fake it and it's real and people were like oh wow well go to galveston and try to look more than an inch or two below the surface of the water mm-hmm. anything possible mm-hmm. and then you go to a place like that and you're you're standing on the you know overlooking something and you're looking down and you're realizing that you're sitting down fairly deep into the water and in some cases you're seeing the floor yeah pretty amazing and some of those we would go on some excursions and you would go um like cave swimming almost through these things called cenotes which are like big holes in the middle of the water Hmm. and they go hundreds of feet deep but the water is so clear it looks like you can just touch it even though it's like 250 feet below you wow but it it ruins galveston for you for sure (laughs) until the pandemic after the pandemic we went like on a ferry and it was the cat's meow it was the best. Like once you're stuck inside the house for six months, doesn't matter. It should be Kroger. Go to the movies. Not eat, just eat popcorn at the movies and the Starbucks inside the movie theater. Sure, that sounds perfectly fine to me. So the pandemic has really placed more, has given me a lot more appreciation for travel. So like even going to this thing, this resort uh, for my birthday last week on San Antonio. Um, I had never thought about, and this is just ignorance, I had never thought about, like, there are resorts in the States, like, close to you. It just Mm -hmm. never, I always thought of resort as, like, Colorado, California, somewhere else, not, like, across the street. So that was a really cool experience to see, uh, like, the Lazy River was really cool. It was just a really good experience. But yeah, COVID has definitely given me a lot of appreciation for traveling anywhere. Um, whereas before I would have taken advantage of it, I would have taken that for granted. Yeah, and I, and I would say something else too. You guys did something, and, and Daniel, your wife, is incredible with planning trips and all. And she had planned a trip for you guys one year where it was just going to be a road trip. And, and I am all in for road trips because to me... Uh, one of the wonderful things about a road trip is you can stop someplace and spend the night and doodle around there, but that's not the end of your trip. Mm-hmm. You've got more places you're going to go. It gives you something else to look forward to. And mm-hmm. and I, I've done that before. Um, we we did that when you kids were really young and when we lived in, we were still living in Minnesota and we took a road trip and we went to santa fe new mexico and we visited with some friends for several days said everything we needed to say and when it was time to leave we were okay with that and then we went off to where i grew up in phoenix arizona and stayed with some friends there and that was fun and then from there we went to california but the one thing that really stuck out in my mind was i thought wow this is a cool concept where you don't just go one place and just stay there Mm -hmm. um you stay there for a while but then you have something further to look forward to and that that's one of the things i really enjoy and it's also like you talk about decompressing um boy that's um that really helps me to relax yeah the the multi-leg trip uh seems like it would be stressful but it's actually not and doing like two days here two day two days here like on this last trip that we just took uh it was awesome so, like, we're in the ranch in the middle of nowhere uh, with, like, farm animals. And I even said I we took a video, and I was like, listen to this. And we just listened. 
and it was nothing. <laughs> like, mm. no sound, no cars, no people. It was just, a, it's surreal. And, like, seeing the, I have a Google phone, so it can do, like, this night sight thing where it, like, can take pictures of stars. And when I first got the phone, I was like, this doesn't work. Because I would shoot photos of the stars outside, out in the city, and uh, they wouldn't show up. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah, the, the, all the pollution. So out there, I was just shooting shots of just, like, stars. It was just it was super cool. But then mm-hmm. right after that, to go right into a resort where you take that first leg of the trip to decompress, kind of, like, wind down, and then you're relaxed and ready for the next the next part. Yeah. I think another element that really is something that we we love it I, I don't know if you've ever been places by yourself it's not a lot of fun i've been to some beautiful places and i can remember thinking gee i wish my wife was here to enjoy this with me but when we go on vacations and you go with somebody you really care about and you're you're enjoying it together and connecting with what's going on around you together uh, that really makes it special yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I had a job in consulting where I traveled a lot, uh, like six months out of the year, and really cool places, amazing stuff. And then you're just by yourself, so kind of mm-hmm. that part sucks. Yeah, I, one of the things that I was going to ask you about too was one of my one of my really truly favorite vacations was when we went to Mexico. And um, you and your wife, and of course your wife's from Mexico, and you both speak Spanish. I don't. So that was very comforting as we were going. But your mom and I went with you guys. We went down to Mexico. And one of the things I really loved doing is I love going to places that are extremely different from what I'm used to, especially in other cultures. And I just enjoyed looking out the window and seeing things houses that I don't see that type of house here. Mm-hmm. I don't see the kinds of conditions in the different parts of the country because we weren't just driving into the main areas where tourists go. We were going into places where um, in, in some cases we were you know, one of the very few uh, Caucasian people <laughs> that mm-hmm. were around. And and that was that was really, really, really special for me. I, I loved it because I loved I, I love the just the the experience of it, but then you also shared something that you went and you and Daniela went inland and you got you went to some very interesting cities um, and got a chance to see the people and I remember some of your comments you made the comment that that you see a lot of poor people here, but they're not unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's not a thing of if I just had more food or, or more this or that, I'd be happy. You see some people, then obviously they don't have much, but they seemed very happy, which really kind of struck you because that's not what you typically see when you see panhandlers and other people here in the States who are out begging for food or whatever. They're begging for money most of the time. Yeah, so. it's very different. Um, the work ethic is very strong. I mean, there is those who need help 
but it's typically based on a physicality of they can't or they're older. That's also they have a lot of respect for older generation, so they don't really they wouldn't allow them to fall into like absolute destitution. Mm. Um, the that is you I did not see a lot of panhandling at all, just because it's very the Mexican work ethic is very strong in the culture as far as like if you want to do something you make it happen. And they're, they're very much go-getters, and that's a very awesome and good thing to see. Um, some of the small towns that we would go in, I'd notice like some older people looking at me and kind of staring, and I would ask her like, like, "What are they staring at?" Like I'm white, I guess. And she's like, "No, they've never seen anyone that looks like you." Hmm. So it's just kind of an interesting experience yeah. to like be thrown into an environment that is so foreign at least in some environments like we'll travel from state to state in the united states and the language is the same everything kind of looks the same there's you know touristy places and stuff like that but when you are when you're going into this other culture where nothing is familiar it's just a very very like you said, it's a super interesting experience just because you're not used to it. Well, and you think about how it is that we learn through association. You go to another country and there's there's fewer and fewer things that you can associate with. And and, and particularly if you have a language barrier, you're, you're really in, in trouble. Mm-hmm. But there may be customs um, that that you're not familiar with and so you may do something that actually would offend somebody there not mm-hmm. realizing that that's that's viewed very you know negatively in that particular country mm-hmm. um i still remember when you you met your wife and she uh one of the customs in, in mexico you don't come into a person's house and take your shoes off um mm-hmm. because that that's uh that's just a no-no um, she, oh no no it's not the house it's um parties oh parties okay parties okay. like you do not take your shoes that's like a huge no matter how big the heels they stay on <laughs> oh, okay well and and i i always enjoyed as you were learning your spanish and you were practicing on so, her family and some members and sometimes you're your uh, turn of a phrase wasn't exactly well received <laughs> mm-hmm. because you you didn't understand the way that particular phrase is interpreted in their minds, and so you. But you were boldly going where you had never been before and into that language, and you learned, and uh, eventually you you picked up on all these things. But it, it was uh, it was an interesting thing. So like I say, I I really enjoy going to places that really challenge my thinking as like in different countries, um, like I said, with Mexico was, was a big one. Um, and, and also just places that are really different. I know a lot of people now are <clears throat> who live in flat areas where we are like here, want to go to places where there's ocean, uh, not like Galveston, uh, mm-hmm. mountains. Mm-hmm. When we went to uh, last year when we went, your mom and I went to Colorado, that was just, I remember standing outside our uh, place where we were staying and just staring at the mountains and 
um, I felt like I could do that forever because I just don't see mountains like that here and really, really enjoyed that different environment there. Well, and they almost look, because you're so not used to seeing them, it almost looks like it's like a backdrop, like it's not real. Mm-hmm. Or like even misjudging like distance of thinking like, oh, that's just around the corner when that's like miles off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really liked I love the mountainous regions. Going into the Rockies was really, really awesome. Mexico, of course, was amazing. The the thing that I thought was really interesting about on the Cancun trip is we would go into these, like, they had, like, this bay where they had a, like, a, like, a resort. Not like a Six Flags or something, just like a, I don't want to say a resort, but just like this park, like a water park in this peninsula area where you could, like, snorkel in the ocean. But I'm used to, like, closed-off water systems, whereas this is, like, it's the ocean and like they have a net at the at the start of the peninsula to keep big things out of the water but like it's ocean water <laughs> so you're mm-hmm. like uh we, we got in and and it was uh it was like ice cold rain and then it was like well how are we going to go snorkeling but then something like you get under the water and it's just complete quiet and calm and then it cleared up and then we went um i went to this thing called like snuba which is like scuba diving, but with like, you know, like old, old timey um, uh, scuba diver people that like they go under the water and they have the helmet on with the tube mm. up to the boat. It's oh, yeah, like yeah. that. And so that the oxygen would come in, but it was also pressurizing the helmet. So mm-hmm. it like fit loosely over your body. So I went down like 18 feet and then just like walking around the bottom of the ocean and just like feeling the waves come into the peninsula, not the peninsula, the bay not peninsula hmm. the bay wow. it's like a bay and then coming off that i was walking across this this bridge that was like on all these buoys and i was telling the guy like hey like where's the fence there's, just, there's no fence there's no guardrail <laughs> it's like if i fall off this side i fall in the ocean and he's like hey well just be careful and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> but you don't see that like hmm. in the stateside that would be something we look at from afar and then you take a a dinghy across but here they're like well don't fall in that would be stupid (laughs) there's just so much more like common sense assumption sure uh that that i was not aware of um when i went there but i was like it makes logical sense for you to just assume for someone to use common sense so that was a huge cultural difference for me of like walking in the street, like crossing the street. They'd be like, no, no, no. What are you doing? It's like, well, I have the right of way. I'm like, huh, no, they'll hit you. They'll kill you. Like, oh. <laughs> See, I mean, sh- not intentionally, but like they yeah. assume that you're going to pay attention. And that's the other thing. As crazy as the driving was there, I didn't see one accident. And mm. there were no lines on the street. Like we were driving with grandma and I was like, where are the lines in the street? She's like, uh-huh. no, you just know where to go. It's like, a waste of paint. They're not going to do that. Gosh. <laughs> it was insanity. Well, and like, that no was car one, accidents. That was one of the other things when we were down in Mexico and I was talking to one of the cousins, the female cousins down there. And the, 
And uh, she was getting her driver's license. And I said, oh, okay, so you're going to get a permit so you can go out and practice driving? She said, oh, no, we just we get the license and then we just drive. And I said, wait, 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 wait. You've never driven before. They're going to give you a license. You're just going to go out and drive. You're not going to, no practice, no training. No, we don't need it. And I'm thinking, wow, that's insane. It's like baptism by fire. Yeah. But at the same time, with all the heavy traffic in that, and, and horns are honking continuously, mm-hmm. you have to wonder, why is it that I very infrequently see any kind of accident or anything? You know, so it's like, what, you know. But it's, it was wild because yeah. there's something that happens to your brain, at least it did for me traveling abroad, is that when you know that you're protecting yourself, it makes you pay attention more, mm-hmm. at least for me it was. But then when you have too many of these guardrails up, you get a little lax, you know, but yeah, yeah it was that that's a, that's one of my favorite things about traveling too as far as the other cultures um the language the food um but then on the more on the family side just like family camping trips was always really fun um fishing uh even though it wasn't ever my thing but it was just relaxing right it didn't sure. really matter if i caught anything it was just that time Speaking of fishing, when you were growing up, we used to go to that cabin down a little, I think a little north of New Braunfels, and um, you and some of the other young folks would go and do a little bit of fishing. Uh, I still remember one of the guys, Jeffrey, lost a lot of my lures uh, Mm. out there when he was casting off and getting caught in trees and everything. But the cabin was a... um, was one of those family retreats that our family and several other families that we knew. And now, by the way, at the time when we used to start, when we would do this, we were living in Minnesota at the time. So we would have to drive all the way down and we would do it in 24 hours nonstop. And uh, we'd, uh, I would never do that again. It's crazy. But then the, uh, the other family members who already lived in Texas down there would meet us there and, so there would be three or four, maybe even five families uh, represented out at this cabin that was right on a creek. We could, uh, we'd be sleeping in sleeping bags outside. Some people would sleep inside the cabin. Uh, one bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it got to be an annual thing that we did that. But it was something that our family looked forward to. Uh, certainly to get to see the family members again, but also just the relaxation that happened. And I think you and your sisters really enjoyed that. I I remember times when, and one in particular where Lisa and I took a walk up the hill from the cabin and we uh, sat down on a hill that was just kind of a little overlooking uh, a part of the valley there. And we just sat there, didn't say anything. Just enjoying the moment. Um, it was it was uh, very memorable, and uh, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and just things like that that um, make a place special for you. You know. Yeah. No, it was. I uh, the fishing was really fun in the cabin. Uh, the rope swing when I gained the courage to do it was really fun. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing, like hunting for snake eggs, was odd. At the time, <laughs> I thought it was something you did. Um, not really something you normally do. No. Like, oh, there's a water moccasin nest. We're trying to, you know, get the eggs. Just there was no reason that was ever explained as why. Um, I remember one time I was on one of the fishing boats, and we were getting. At this time, I couldn't swim. And as we're going towards the dam, like there's this dam area, I thought we were going to go over. So in my mind, I thought, jump out of the boat. I can't swim. I jumped out of the boat. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, you can't swim. You're probably going to drown, but you don't want to go over the dam. So in my mind, it was like, it's better to drown <laughs> than fall off the dam. So, but yeah, that was a great experience. Uh, that really kind of ingrained uh this is what i was talking about with the wife on our trip when we were at the ranch um those trips to the to the cabin kind of ingrained in me that love for outdoors that uh that relaxation that you can really draw out of nature and being quiet taking walks like not doing things that involve any type of like intense mental energy um yeah but it was really, it was really great. I think a lot of that love for outdoors can be attributed to those family trips out to there. Yep. Yep. We need to. Uh, and speaking of trips that I think would be beneficial, one of the things I think we still need to do is plan a trip where we have the whole family uh, go to a, a rented house someplace on a river, on a lake, where we can um, be with each other but also just really enjoy a un, an unstressful time together. Yeah. And that those are those are good. And I'm glad you're learning that about the value of that because some people um don't do such a good job at planning vacations properly. There's a time and a place to go do something, you know, at 150% and just go nonstop. But it you know, the there's also a place for having those relaxing things that aren't going to be taxing on your mind and that you're mm-hmm. going to be able to actually get mental as well as physical rest. So, well, this has been good. So that's yeah, really good. Got some ideas in my mind about vacations now. <laughs> so well, that's a good, that's a good thing then. Yeah. Well, okay, no, but I didn't, I didn't have anything else either. No, that's good. That's good. Awesome. Like we said, we're going to do some light stuff. We're going to do some heavy stuff. And that's just because that's the way life is. It's not all heavy. It's not all light. It's a combination. And so that's why this is good. Yeah. Okay, buddy. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.